us. Every time we come into a stadium, it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every week. Let's go, Bussy. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You know. We're back in Taco Tuesday edition of the program. 303-831-1340 hotline as well as the text line. Thanks for being with us. Lots to talk about. You know, Tim Conley did a great job. I think he did a great job because we went from Maasai to where Josh was going to kind of do things on his own. And that got a little hairy with the, you know, Brian Shaw stuff. Shaw, you know, and then and then the Cronkies hire Tim Connolly and empower him. And the rest is history. So let's go out to the hotline and get our guy. He's a mayhem icon. It's Gerald. Hey, G. What up? What's going on? Oh, you know, just uh, living your dream. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on at Toka? Hey. Uh, let's see here. We've got a lot going on. We have uh, a lot of uh, clubs and um, events going on right now. Um, and a shout out real quick to the Northfield High School girls playing tonight in the state championship at Dick's at eight o'clock tonight. Really? Yep. Huh? They went undefeated with one tie this year. Do the boys play earlier? Is who? What are the earlier games? No, so it's uh, it's Kent, Denver, and I think uh, Jefferson Academy played before at five thirty or six. Jefferson like Academy, yeah. Oh my gosh, crazy. that is like so. Again, Kent, Denver, Kent, Denver is about as rich of a high school as you could send a kid to Valor or Regis esque. Jefferson uh, Academy is, I believe, over by like Sloan's Lake, right? I don't know. I got it. And, and it used to be, uh, let me see, Jefferson Academy. That's Jefferson you're thinking of. Oh, Jefferson I'm thinking of High Jefferson School. High School. Stop, guys. Yeah. You're thinking of Jefferson Where's High Jefferson School. Where's Jefferson Academy? I think it's more further north. Okay. Like I think closer to like Ralston Valley or something like that. I think it says here Broomfield now. I'm looking at it. Okay. Interesting. Yep. Pretty good. But um, yeah, we're going to be doing in July an uh, event called Score and Pour. And it's with our new field because our field got done. And it's going to be pretty cool. So we have um, some teams. That's why I was going to call. That's why you were supposed to call me and never did. So I got to see if I can fill, get you filled in on this or not. Let's but, do it. Tell uh, me about it, Stud. Yeah. Got to get it. So we're going to have an ex-professional uh, soccer player from the Rapids or from uh, EPL or MSL um, as your captain. Ah. And then we're going to fill teams up. Uh, that way, and you oh, we, me, have, we have teams. You need me to get you, Drew Moore, a couple guys, or what? Yeah, you're. You know, that's what I was going to talk to you about. Okay. We have some. Okay. We have some of the younger, uh, like the high school kids, uh, that will be coming to that event just to hang out and you know help with uh, showcase and all that. And but yeah, it's going to be a it's going to be an awesome event. Food, drinks, all right, all that. But hey, real quick with your. Uh, with your Nuggets talk, yeah, which you know I am with the Nuggets, but um, yeah. Uh, what's your uh, what's your producer's name? Jake. Sly. Okay, so um, Sly seems to forget that John Elway pretty much did the same thing, right? 
Um, the players you bring in. It's the player. You, would you have the same players if it was someone else other than Conley? No, it'd be all different players. Absolutely. So you got to give a guy. If, if you like the Nuggets roster right now, then what's that saying? Give the man some, some credit. Credit. Absolutely. I mean, you would have a different for team. real. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Give them so, some credit. I mean, for real. He may not develop those players, but he brings. You know what? He's We're the one that. I'm giving him credit. I'm just saying he gets too much credit. We're not all saying the wrong thing because Michael Malone, no matter what you think of him, there's some people who would probably rather have Michael Malone gone than Tim Connolly. He has developed these guys. That's true. But he developed the players that Tim Connolly gave him to develop. So, um, you know, one thing kind of doesn't happen with the other. And the best kind of, I think, point that I can make is the Bucks were... There were they were closer and more ripe than the Nuggets are even till right now. The Nuggets are like next year, the next three years for the Nuggets. That's the bona fide championship window. Anything we acted like over the last couple of years was like championship window wasn't. We weren't there. We got carried away with the greatness of Jokic and the bubble stuff, all that. But the reality is, and you see it, the high level of play, some of these players in the Golden State just deep and talented. We're not quite there yet. But again, Steph's 34 next year. Clay is not the same player he once was. Draymond's an old buzzard. So as their greatness fades... And as the Suns maybe start to fade, too, because of Chris Paul, and as the Jazz reboot, and as Luka maybe ascends and they get themselves figured out, the Nuggets over the next three years are championship or bust. And then if we're talking, if you know, if they had another early playoff exit this next year, the year after, then we're talking about we got it wrong. Jokic is a championship caliber guy. Uh, should I add Tim Conley back here? Tim Conley didn't do enough before. Whatever. But, like, up to this point... Let's keep it real. Look at the teams and the players who have won NBA championships. Literally, like every one of those guys I mentioned up until 2004 is one of like the 10 greatest players in NBA history, bro. Well, bro, <laughs> uh, like your commentary there. But Thanks. however, okay. uh, I'd say the Nuggets have two years, not three. This can't go. You okay, can't have I'll this, hear that. Two years. I'll hear that. Two years, and that's it because. Third year, no. Because if you don't do it in your second year, yeah. you're not going to do it in the third year. Call me because at lunchtime and we'll talk about this thing. All right. If they get bounced out in the second round each each of the next two years, they're not. That's it. All right. Later, buddy. Done. All right. Later. Bye. Bye. Let's go back out real quick. Get our guy, Mayhem Icon, singer-songwriter, Chuck Nasty. Hey, Chuck. Hi, Jamie. Hey, buddy. How about that avalanche? I love it. That, I was really proud of them. Me too. The, those St. Louis fans, most of them are just regular folks. But about 10% of them were just totally despicable. Yes. Uh, it really it really counts. I don't know where they come up with Scum that. Scumsuckers. Just white trash. Oh, yeah. WT. I like that. Yeah. I like to drop that WT on them. I, I, I mean... Uh, Nelson Cadre, he is, I don't know if he's in the Hall of Fame, but he's in the Avalanche Hall of Fame. He's in the Avalanche he's, Playoff Hall of Fame now. Yeah, he's a ledge. He's, he's a ledge. Right up there. Jeff Blake and and Footer and all those guys. Wow, Footer. Sadis, Drury? Sadis hey, Drury? What? Chris Drury. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's right. That was terrible when they traded him. He went to Buffalo and had a great career. We mm-hmm. had it here. Yeah, a little Ryan O'Reilly there, you know? Yeah. Can't keep every guy we like. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. 
Texas Cat. You sure can't. But mm. so tomorrow night when they come here to play, I, you watch the Nuggets fan. I mean the Avalanche yeah. fans. They're class. There'll be no retaliation or no. No, payback. no. We're gonna we're gonna um, take care of business and move on. I mean, when Ryan O'Reilly gets the puck, they're gonna boo him. Gone to Calgary. That's on to Calgary. I like that. Yeah. Remember that? It's on to Cincinnati. And, uh, not to Calgary. I just don't like it when McKinnon's fighting. Now, Landis Cobb, get in there and fight. But no, McKinnon stabs those fights. No, no. We don't mm-hmm. want him fighting. Well, and Chuck. I, I, I like our chances. It looks a lot like that team that 20 years ago won the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. We'll see what's going on. We'll, mm. I, I like it. you got a pretty and, mouth and you talk like that. Hey, we'll get you back at you. And uh, the Nuggets, uh, it's just they gave away another championship, mm-hmm. I guess, because they gave, remember, gave away Messiah Jerry, and look what happened. Now Minnesota, a team that was never going to win a championship, now they'll probably win one in the next three years or so. And, and then they'll come up with some other guy at Nuggets. I'm not sure. Uh, the Cronkies, they're a mystery, I think. Well, you know, they're world, they're NFL world champions right now, you know, so... Among other things, they have a lot of teams. Yeah. Arsenal's doing pretty good, too. Yeah, useful. Useful. <laughs> hey, we got to go, Chuck. It's like, uh, I love to hear from you, though. Hey, man, you guys got the best show going. Oh, I've been sitting here laughing, listening to you guys. You're hilarious. We're super good. You're right. But thank you and, so much. And Jake, is he's earning his money. I'll he put is. It that way. He's pushing me, man. <laughs> this kid. <laughs> he's having his own show soon. The next Travis Rogers. Yes, he's the next Travis Scott. All right, we got to go. Thanks. Thanks. Should we go to break? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> before we do, it might not even be on to Calgary. Why? What do you mean? It's going to be on to Edmonton. Oh! oh, Connor McDavid? They're up 2-1 in the series. They play tonight. No! Are you serious? Clark? Yeah, and they're in Edmonton. Let's get the Avs the series over with and get a little break. A little resty. Another break? <laughs> yeah, a little rest. A lot of I'm emotionally drained from this series. I know. It's too much drama. <laughs> Should we read some of the messages that Kadri was getting? Can we? No, not really, but Cliff's notes. <laughs> we could PG-13 that B. Yeah, we could. That B-I. Okay. Just to give you an insight of how trashy well, I mean, it's like Blues fans are. Ladies, it's like 14-year-olds. It's grown-ass men with like real jobs who work like at institutions who are about to be fired or put on leave because of their tweets well, and their... Insta posts. They're DMs. They're just so miserable with their own lives that they have to, you know, go and attack a a hockey player. Have you ever been so angry at a celebrity or an athlete that you would do something, say something like, I hate your gut so much you suck? No. I'm going to murder your family. (laughs) No? Never. Me either. I've never done that before. (laughs) I totally wouldn't even do that anyways, is like my thought. Um... I've lost some big parlays, some, you know, but I don't yeah. go seeking guys out. FanDuel. I don't go get mad at Horford because he didn't get me a half more, one more half a rebound. You know? Horford. Father to a murdered son. Husband to a murdered. Let's go to Break Smiley Sports.
little 21 Pilots. Nope. Oh, it's a little Dayglow. Oh, that was it's a little one. Milky Chance. Oh, it's a little Glass Animal. Oh, it's a little, damn it, tell me. Cage the Elephant. I just said that. Wrong animal. <sighs> okay. 303-831-1340 is the hotline as well as the text line. Jake and I came in here and told me I hate you. And then he said, I hate Tim Connolly too. And he just closed the door. I was like, okay. I mean, like, bro, chill. So we have to have a meeting after with Nate to discuss um, the assault, his rage issues. And uh, no, man, no, we're like not far off. We're like on the same page. We're just at the top and the bottom of the page. <laughs> we're not, you know, we're not, we're trying to like just put the same words into one cohesive sentence, let alone paragraphs. You know what I mean? So Tim Connolly's great. Don't he, get me wrong. He was great. He did a great job. He did a great here, job. You're right. But there were faults. And I, he was too loyal to certain guys. We need a guy from Baltimore on this team. Okay. AKA okay, Will okay, Barton. Okay. 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 I'm Let me say this again. The 76ers, all the assets in the world, young talent, even to the point where they could have traded Ben Simmons for a bunch of you know role players, a good supporting cast of the Kuzmas and some sharpshooters and some role players and the Jeremy Grant type of player. You know what I mean? Are you with me? Yes. Instead, they wanted another superstar. And in particular, James Harden, who, um, damn, what's the general manager's name for 76ers with Houston forever? Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey, good work. Um, wanted James Harden. They mortgaged their entire future to go get James Harden. Moved Seth Curry, who fit in perfect with those guys. Andre Drummond, who give you 14 rebounds and 10 points every single night. You never had to draw a single play up for him. Um, there were some other pieces in that deal as well. I mean, Ben Simmons didn't play yet. I mean, like getting rid of James Harden kind of made them better. So my point is the 76ers mortgage like their future. The future. The future. They had Jimmy Butler sitting just right. They thought he was a little too old for them. We like Tobias Harris. Oh, okay. You like Tobias Harris. Well, Put that in your pipe and smoke it because Tobias Harris is a half of a player that Jimmy Butler is one of the clutch playoff performers kind of a hit of his generation <coughs> is Jimmy night. Butler. Well, he's hurt. He's way hurt. His Shouldn't knee, even be playing. Yeah, his knee's busted He up. is. He cannot. He should. He, listen, it's just the, trying to survive. He should not even be playing in that game. So I bet. I mean, watch. Days after this season is over, whenever their season does end, We'll hear about a surgery on Jimmy Butler's knee. And he's older, and that's just what it is. But my point is, if they had just kept developing, kept developing, the 76ers would be, like, ripe right now. Instead, they tried to microwave the fish instead of, like, taking its time and cooking it right. And now it's like they have nowhere else to go. They're going to run it back with James Harden next year, and they're going to run themselves into the ground. And Embiid's going to... What should have been the prime kind of Giannis and um, Middlebrook and, and Drew Holiday years, you know, winning, those years are going to be as they're trying to re, you know, reboot and maybe even a rebuild. So anyone who's knocking Tim Conley about not making some shrewder moves to get 
uh, Bradley Bill in here, or I'm not really sure who and what anyone was expecting. You know, a miss? Chris Paul was a miss. Should have found a way to bring Chris Paul to Denver. You bring Chris Paul to Denver, the Nuggets might be NBA champions last year. That's what I think. Yeah. So, again, his contract was one of the richest 40-plus million dollars in the NBA, and it's got years on it. It's an albatross. I'm an albatross. Okay? But that's it. The Nuggets are ripe, bro. They are ripe. And maybe, I mean, timing in life is everything. You know what I mean? Um, weren't you one of those the biggest advocates to trade for a star like Bradley Beal? Get yeah, rid of MPJ? I think so. But also, again, I'd have been doing what the Sixers did, and I'd have been trying to do what the Bucks did with Drew Holiday. Yet our guys weren't quite ready yet. weren't quite ready yet. So yeah, maybe. Of course, I'm ready to win now. But like, are the Nuggets? No, and they weren't two years ago. And this last year, injuries cost them their season. So let's just kind of keep it real here and give them proper expectations for next year and the year after. See what Calvin Booth is going to do here. New change in philosophy. Um, and that's it. And we'll go from here. And championship or bust. Next year? Next year. Yeah, I think so. I've been making a, a legitimate run at a championship. You know, there might be the the... If they make the conference the finals. Are, the Lakers are going to retool. You know what I mean? And I don't think they're going to come back and be great. Don't get me wrong. But there'll be two or three teams in the West that have a chance and believe they're they're going to the NBA Finals. Clippers. The Nuggets want to be one of those. Clippers, too. Good call. I think that Dallas is going to move and shake. I think they need to find a way to get better. I think they should try to do sign and trade with Jalen Brunson and go get them some better pieces around Luka. Something like that. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. For a team that thinks Jalen Brunson's going to go run and be his own little Devin or uh, his own uh, Donovan Mitchell type of player. Yeah, I think he walks and stuff. Right? Yeah. I, I th- mean, you know, I think he wants to, you know, kind of do his own thing. You know, get out of the shadow of Luca a little bit, and they'll have to, you know, rebuild a little bit as well. I mean, they they don't really have a lot of guys to move around. I mean. Porzingis was one of their only trade pieces, and they already made that move. Damn. And Dinwiddie was a nice get. Got a lot of people on the stream right now. Do you think it's my attire right now? I think it's my abs. I put oh, together. yeah. No this is like it. a classic Reebok thing. They did this with this lime green. They did this a lot of years back. It was a popular thing for a while. This piece, you're not going to see this every day. And then this one right here I got from um, uh, Coach Bednar. When we had a little media thing a few years ago, got this one from Coach. And I just want to put on for, uh, you know, for him, for the team, for you guys. Yeah, for, right. for the streamers, no big deal. We got a text, a couple texts actually from Dirty Mike and the boys. They say, uh, St. Louis ribs are the inferior style. Whole town sucks. Can't get a good Danish there. Also, they slice their bagels <laughs> weird there. All true things. They got the arc. That's all. I've been the arch. It's like, uh, it's not even two arches like McDonald's. It's just one arch. It's like, oh, cool. What do we do now? Yeah, if I can't like slide down it. Or perform aerial stunts from it, you know. What's the point of even having the arch? Maybe a giant swing? It's like you're just swinging on, under it from under it? Like it's, you know. Man, they don't even have a football team. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing they got is Nolan. Yeah. And a really damn good baseball team. One of the greatest of all time. They do have that. But that's a baseball town only. Imagine losing a football team gut punch yeah that hurts 
And then they go win a Super Bowl. St. Louis, Ooh. huh? Huh. What have you ever done? Okay, Nelly is pretty awesome. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, streamer watchers. Hey, go to your hair. Do the hair right now. Show them. Show them what's up. Streamers. Woo. Look at this hair. Are you kidding me? Almost. Uh, that is something. It's been 10 months since I got It's been 10 months? Yeah, 10 months. You've saved hundreds. I used to get a haircut every two weeks. What? Holy cow. They're late. Your lady at Great Clips is like, I sure hope he's all right. Great Clips. I'm sorry. Your lady at Fantastic Sam's. I learned my lesson from Great Clips. Me too. They don't know how to do a fade there. They don't know how to do anything there. They suck. It's all, you got to spend the money and go to Floyd's. They're like St. Louis. It, they like the blues. Great it's, Clips uh, are the, the black and blues. Let's call them the black and blues now. Punks. I hate them. Smelly Sports. Back in 10:33 a.m. in the Mile High City, we're live from the Tech Center. Danny Williams and Jake Meyer. He's at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter. I'm at Tweets Danny on Twitter. 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3. Lots of ways to get involved with the show. Want to hear from you guys? Thanks for rolling with us. We'll continue to read some texts. Had some good calls today. The homies hit us up. Um. Okay. Let me ask you, did you see the Nebraska football team who um, has a really cool thing they do? It's a tradition um, of releasing red balloons after the first touchdown um, of home games. No, I didn't see that. No, they will not do that anymore. Really? Well, Jake. It looks like I'm about to let the cat out of the bag. There's a global helium shortage. Okay. What? Yeah. All the helium's in Russia, man. So, like, they got all the helium. Comrades. Uh, they will not hand out red balloons before home games at Memorial Stadium this fall. The tradition of releasing the balloons after Nebraska's first touchdown Began in the 1960s. It's pretty cool to see. Okay. Uh, helium shortage and supply chain issues stem from sanctions against Russia. Mother Russia. One of the world's top helium suppliers. If there's one thing the Russians are good at. It's not invading countries. It's helium. Um, yeah. Wow. I mean, that's, uh, you know crazy it, it's crazy yeah, i'm thinking I mean, like is that necessary we can't find some helium for the balloons for the tradition of the you know it's the only thing losers in nebraska have left going for themselves is this football team of the year so check this out who cares about nebraska according to their athletic director acquiring helium in today's day and age some of this production of it really it's really challenged it's been hard to get so we've been asked by the university the helium that we are getting as a university we need to use it for medical purposes at the University of Nebraska Medical Center in Omaha. Uh, I see. Yeah. Well, it's a bummer for the Nebraska football team. Yeah. Find a new tradition. 
I think they're tapped. They got nothing left to offer. It's Nebraska. Get some what corn, are you going to do? Some corn husks or something. Some corn husks? And then throw them in the air? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, I thought that was kind of interesting. It is interesting. Uh, you know what else is interesting? Yeah, what? What Russell Wilson had to say uh, after the first week of OTAs. What was that? Russell Wilson says it was such a competitive practice. It felt like a championship type week. Wow. In OTA one. A championship type of practice. He's okay. here's the full quote. He says guys were making plays all over the place today. Just touchdown after touchdown. Wilson said making plays, great catches, and the defense was making great plays too. It was such a competitive practice. It felt like a championship type week. Okay, Jake. Do you did he that something he just manufactured and said, or do you believe that he that that's true? I think he believes it's true. It may not be true. It's week one of OTAs in a brand new system. I mean, how is that going to be a championship week? Unless they all just, just the just vibe, the, the re- connection, the relationship. The competitiveness, I think, is what he's getting at. Saw a couple throws to Cortland Sutton that looked pretty incredible. Looked like those two guys have a rapport already going strong. You know, these guys are probably working every single day behind closed doors. They're they're probably not uh, get wasting any time. I, I can tell that this team is very dedicated with their new leadership in Russell Wilson, who leads by example. I hope this stuff is true. I hope. Well, I mean, there's been such like a dark cloud at Dove Valley. It's over like it's gotten worse and worse and worse to where we were with Tebow and Peyton breaking every training camp record for, you know, people to come in and watch these guys to want to be a part of it. It's a really cool experience to like. Man, last year you could have came and just sat wherever you want. You could have got autographs. It was, you know, they couldn't, they couldn't get people to come. That's all going to change. So I'm thinking like the vibe. I'm sure the vibe in the building has changed. You know, um, John Elway is hardly kind of old and stodgy, but once there's a new head coach. I mean, the head coach changes everything. It changed. I mean, I remember who, who was it who, like, changed the direction of the fields. They, like, cut the fields different to where they were, like, horizontal, not diagonal. I think Fangio did that. And, you know, for no reason other than because you might like the sun a certain way at the time of the day that you're going to do your stuff or just because you want to have your own imprint on, on, on things. But, man, I'll tell you, they had that bowling get-together, the Broncos' little bowling party last weekend. I, you know, I stopped. 30, 40 dudes in the picture. Everyone's having a good time. Coach Hackett is there. And some of those teams that have that kind of vibe together, those teams do, I think that's, it might not mean anything, Jake, but to me, it does mean something. To me, it does as well. I mean, that camaraderie, the team building activities, it goes a long way. I think it does. Especially... In the Broncos situation of needing that kind of stuff, being brand new, yeah, new coach, new quarterback, but also new being, systems. yeah, but also being so down that man, attitude changes. You know, it's it's culture, it's a team culture that hasn't been here for the past half decade. It's like you're in a you're driving a hoopty, and all of a sudden you finally got that new ride, and it's just like your whole life changes. You know, you got that new swag. 
Rolling with the homies. Remember that one? No. Oh. It's before my time. Yeah, it was. Can you find Snoop Dogg rolling with the homies? Oh, pfft. yeah. Yeah. Of course. No big deal. Uh, you got that uh, Karma Chameleon, too? Of course. Need that. Okay. You know. Because you know that. Um... Tony Thomas. <laughs> yes. Boy, George tried to make man love. I'm sorry. Made man love to, <laughs> to Tony Comas, our own. What a night that must have been, right? I mean, it's boy George. You're in England. You want a big trip, all expenses. You're at some crazy rave. You probably got roofied. Uh, and boy George rolls up on you and slips you the hotel key. This thing is over. You know, what he didn't tell us was like the pictures he has where he's lying naked in only one of Boy George's silly hats that he's famous for. You know? He's standing up, but it's floating with and his just, Yeah, and there's like <laughs> makeup all over his face, which was Boy George's makeup. That's smeared off. Because they're making man love or whatever. I guess we'll never know what kind, really happened. Kind of sounds like you're a little jealous. Oh, I mean, I could have Boy George if I would have wanted him. I chose not to go to his hotel room. Oh, yeah? Well, who needs Boy George when you can have George Michael? <gasps> oh! Last Fine. Christmas. <laughs> that is his best. No, he's good. It's his uh, best. Wake me up before you go. Got a few. Careless Whisper? I might need some Careless Whisper before I end this show today. I might not leave this damn studio till I get some Careless Whisper. You tell Anilo he's going to do whatever it takes. You hear me, Andrew? It ain't all about baseball, pal. He's not here. Oh, all right. It's not like sports. They don't make them like this anymore. Are you ready to be dominated? Watch. Are you ready for a little role play? Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday. Wednesday. We'll have to do it tomorrow. What happened to Nigel? Well, he's just a fill-in guy, so oh, okay. you know if I if I have to, you know, take a day off or something. Yeah. Please don't do that. And then, um, well, you know, the I'm probably gonna have to take a week off come August. Well, I hear you. I, I know we got you know priorities and babies coming and stuff like that, but we have technology and capabilities where you could just take like we could do the show live from the hospital and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, let's not just throw in the towel yet on the idea. I mean, I could uh, like Skype in or something. You know, Andrew rolled up the other day, had hit all the opening, everything, launched it. He was, he had a couple. He was, he was funny. He surprised me. So that's what I like to hear. It was good. It was good. I like Andrew, man. He's not a bad dude. He's not a bad kid. He's a good guy. Great dude. Mm, okay. So where were we? 
Broncos. Um, okay, yeah. It's a new vibe. New vibe, yes. Okay. New quarterback, new coach. Keep it's going. Just, I'm liking this. Do you think it's a revitalized Russell Wilson and he is going to have a resurgence in his career? Because a lot of people were saying that he's washed. Man, I think this is going to be very, very successful. I think the Broncos are going to win a Super Bowl with Russell Wilson. That's what I think. I think over the next three or four years, something special is going to happen here. Uh, again, what people don't are you know what you're failing to realize is that the Denver Broncos are a championship brand and organization. This. This franchise knows what it takes. They've done it. They've been to lots of Super Bowls. And I think, you know, the Yankees are the Yankees and the Doyers are the Doyers. And the Lakers are the Lakers. The Steelers are the Steelers. And the Broncos are the Broncos. Why? Because they have a long, extensive history of excellence. The tradition is rich and thick. Like grandma's gravy. Tasty. Mm -hmm. And that's it. So besides having the right pieces in place, the right guy in place, I mean, like the brand as a whole, I mean, Broncos country too. I mean, we're going to like Broncos country. It's the demanding of excellence and it's the fandom that is the right kind of fans. I think they kind of help too. Because they demand a certain level of expectation. That's why we have a different quarterback every year for seven straight years. Why coaches are revolving doors right now. And again, until you find the right guy, did it take a little longer than we would have liked? Yeah. But if I'd have known I had Peyton for four years and then it was going to get a little lean, but I was going to two Super Bowls before I could land Russell Wilson, it, that sounds so stupid to say, but I'd have signed for that. I'd have signed up for that. And you know what? Two years ago, I'd have been like, uh, I want out of this contract. When is Russell getting here again? But we're here now. And the dark days are over. The dark days are over. And it's all good. It's like this is going to work. The Chargers don't know what it freaking looks like, smells like, tastes like. Who's going to teach Herbert the way? Dan Fouts? I mean, don't get me wrong. Philip Rivers is a swell guy, heck of a guy. But if if Justin Herbert has a Philip Rivers like career, that'd be an incredible success story. And Philip career Philip Rivers career was full of playoff shortcomings, even when they had maybe the best team in football for a couple of years. Merriman, the Tomlinson, um, and stuff. So you know, it just. Why is this going to work? It's not just because Russell Wilson. It's because Russell Wilson now plays for the Broncos. If Russell Wilson goes to the Raiders, eh. If Russell Wilson goes to the Vikings or the Giants. Commanders, eh. There's a reason he chose Denver. Yes. And the reason is you. You know that one? I, I think I do. Who is it? It's I'm not a perfect you know that one? I know, I know exactly. Andrew, who sings that about. one? I don't know. I never went to do those things to you. Dun, 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 and all the pain. I don't know who it is, but I know what song you're talking about. It's on the tip of my tongue. 
that I just want you to know. Huff. Yeah, you know what now? I know what song. I just don't. I, I Damn, don't. I guess we'll never Can know. you find that song with three minutes and 30 seconds left in the show? I'll try to find it. Okay. Uh, but before I do, okay. I got to ask you. We're talking about the Broncos franchise and the Broncos brand. Yes. Let's go to ownership. Mm. With Peyton Manning in the ear of Russell Wilson. Wow. Is he... Is that an aspect of ownership that the Broncos are looking to have? Eh, that's a gigantic perk to not only having one of the greatest figures in the history of the league owning your team, but this guy's maybe the smartest player in the history of the league, too. And maybe that's a we're tying it all together there because where I was going earlier in the show with Peyton being a six of an athlete. And Russell Wilson kind of being an eight, the brain powers through the charts off the wall at 10. So his, you know, gigantic five head that Peyton Manning has with all that brain in there with, you know, combining his only him being a six out of a 10 of an athlete. He was still a 10 out of 10 as a player. So what Russell Wilson could pick from this guy and get from this guy. You want me to tell you who it is? Yes. I, I can't find it. Incubus. Oh, the reason. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's what I think. That's what I believe. And if you believe it in your heart, Jake, how can you be wrong? It's Hoobastank. What? That's Hoobastank? Okay. So did you know that, Andrew? I and that's right in Andrew's wheelhouse, Hoobastank. You know what Andrew's favorite band back in the day used to be? Don't tell him. It was the band with the one of the dude died. It was like rock and they had a DJ. It was like uh, one. Uh, it's the dudes. There's two dudes. There's different dudes. They're a band, and there's a DJ. One of the guys died. They were good. They were really good. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. But I can't think of their name. Linky Park. Yes. Also, I, I have seen Hooba Stink live. <laughs> they they opened for Three Doors Down. <laughs> when I go crazy, that one, that them. Yeah. You still call me Superman. You like that one? It's a great song. Nice. But that was also teenage, angry Andrew Detmer. I know. Hate my stepdad, Andrew. Yeah. Even if he didn't have one, I still hated him. Why? Because he wouldn't let me go to the mall when I wanted to. Also, he was an alcoholic. Oh, well, that too. Sorry about that. Um, Well, kind of a downer at the end there, but... Great show. Andrew, you're one of my favorite baseball guys in town. Let's get Andrew tomorrow for some baseball stuff. For Jake Meyer. Oh, we still like 30 seconds? Yeah, we still got some time. Let's, oh, okay. uh, let's, let's pick enjoy this, the music. Uh, oh. uh, this game tonight. Oh, let's pick, of course. Why wouldn't we? Warriors Mavericks. That's what I was planning on doing. Thanks yeah, Warrior, for... Warriors sweep. It's over? It's over for the Dallas Mavericks. Luka, does it go for 45 tonight? Mm, no, he doesn't. I think he goes for 35. Really? Yeah. Does he go for 40? No. He just had a 40-point game. He he already has eight 40-point games in his playoff career. You know what's kind of scary for uh, playing against Golden State? It feels like Steph and Clay kind of have really haven't went off yet. No, they haven't. You know, like Steph will give you a game or two in the series where he's going to go give you 30-plus and hit six or seven threes. He hit five, I think, in this last win. Uh, maybe I'm off. But they really aren't playing at their best yet because the last series... Jordan Poole was the star, and now this series has been Wiggins, right? Is the Golden State Warriors, are, are they the favorite to win it all, or do you, in your mind, in your book? No, the Celtics are still the favorite. So you think the Celtics are going to win it all? 
Yes. Over the Warriors. Yes. I do believe that. Hold up. He's an idiot. <laughs> you had Miami. Golden State's winning it all. You had Luka. Golden State's winning it all. You believe it? I do. You want to put a little taste? I'll put a taste on it. Little McMuffin? Losery Tam McMuffin? Ooh, okay. <laughs> That's a punishment. All right. Uh, and Nilo and Andrew are next. For Jake Meyer, I am Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. Bye. See, you, see you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Stop, man. Stop.